You're listening to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. Now, here's Justin Fielder, Derek Stafford, and Tyler Schaefer. Hello and welcome to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. This is a Herd at Sports podcast. Justin here along with the Cousins, Derek and Tyler. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Husker CuzCast for all podcast updates and more. Gentlemen, we are back. How's it going? It's great to be back. Back better than ever. Hell yeah. So for our listeners out there, we are uh, in preparation of spring football coming up with the next month. We are going to do weekly podcasts or at least try to do weekly podcasts till the probably the week after the spring ball. So you will be hearing our voices a lot more if you choose to. And we appreciate you uh, for listening to us. Uh, so. Tonight, we're going to be talking some playoff expansion news that's come out, and we're going to talk about some non-conference opponents. Uh, we might get into like a little bit of this Jerky Wars controversy, which is pretty crazy out there. But getting into the playoff expansion. So they finalized the playoff expansion with a 12-team uh, playoff, which we knew was coming for 2024 and 2025 with this 5-7 model where you have five automatic qualifiers and seven at large. Uh, Tyler, take us through this. What, what, what do you think here? Talk to us about it. Well, I mean, I mean, I feel like we've we've talked about this in the past. Uh, you know, the, the, the playoff expansion is not my cup of tea. I like college football the way it is. I have never understood why they went from four to 12 from any kind of practical purposes. Um, but if you were going down the model of having, uh, uh, th- this, this expanded playoff, I-, I think the format generally makes sense with the five automatic and the seven at large. Like I, I don't, there's no need to have six automatic qualifiers anymore. Um, as, as the conferences kind of windle down. So I think that kind of makes sense to say the top five there. And yeah, I mean, I think the format, if you are going to do it generally makes sense. Well, it guarantees the group of five will always have at least one team in the playoff, right? So uh, that that's good. Uh, Derek, your thoughts on the finalization of this? Uh, I like most of it. I, I, I'm i kind of with Tyler here. I don't know how it went from four to 12. I, and then we'll get into the talks of the 14. Like, we haven't played one with 12 yet. We're already talking, expanding it more, which I don't understand. But – Here's two. Here's my only two complaints about the way this playoff is set up. Um, so the group of five team, while they're an automatic qualifier, they're not like an automatic five seed from the way I understand it. So they can end up being a 12 seed be, even after winning their conference championship. And I think that's stupid. Give them the five seed. What is everybody so scared of going to Liberty for? Like give them well, the home I, game. Well, well, I mean, it, it's the whole question. I mean, the the – like, do they deserve a home game? Like, do yeah, group of five? Why? Well, they won their conference championship. But one through four, they're going to be seated. Yes. They're going to be seated, even. So yes, I mean, but they will be, be automatically seated. one through four just for winning their just for winning their conference championship game. They don't have to be ranked one through four. They just got to be the top, the top four, four conference, champion. conference champions, which is going to be. Big Ten, SEC, Big Twelve, and ACC. But that twelve seed 
it, let's say we go your way, Derek, that 12 seed, that most years they will be the happiest mofos in that playoff. 12 seed would probably, be the magic. Probably. I just don't see where. I think you have to see them where the where they. I, I, I just say give, the give them the five seed. Give them the five seed and then give the let Michigan or Penn State or Alabama travel to Liberty. Let them do it. Those teams should dominate no matter where that game is. Oh well, and that and that's the whole thing. I mean, the, like so, there, so there should be no teams. fear of playing it. Let the, let that school have that have that one thing. It'd be, it would be great for that program, right? Imagine the revenue, the people, yeah, on campus, absolutely, all that. Like, I I just, I mean, the the it's done. We're moving to this. I just, it is going to be ridiculous to see this expanded playoff come to fruition when you're going to see the fourth team in the Big Ten make the playoffs and the third team in the sec make the playoffs. Like it, it is, if you look at the, you know, Jeffrey, the Greek put a tweet out and, and kind of said like, Hey, how is this actually going to probably break? It's probably going to be three to four sec teams. He said 3.5, 3.3 big, tw- tw- uh, big 10, 2.2 ACC two big 12 and a group of five. Like it's going to be eight, teams most years from the big 10 sec which is and that's fair it's just stupid it's just it's the the regular season is so moot at that point if the fourth team in your conference is getting in the playoffs well here, here's my other complaint so now the automatic qualifiers are for the four seeds top four seeds get a bye which is cool i guess i understand that and it's great for the team itself but then five through eight get a home game one through four don't even get a home game. How stupid is that? I'm I'm okay with it. I, I, it's dumb. Why, why is it dumb? Because why shouldn't I mean a town like Lincoln or State College or even Ohio State? Why shouldn't they get that chance to have that home revenue? You can just lose a couple fans. of games in the regular season, and you'll be <laughs> you could be a five through eight seed. So so. So, the, so then you're you're alluding to what Tyler is saying that the regular season really don't mean shit because you're better off being a five seed than a top four seed. I think you're better I off mean, having a buy than a buy. Yeah, are are you? Yes, because one hundred percent, you're better off. You make it. You're the getting first a buy. You're getting a. Unscathed. You're getting a buy week the week before by not playing in the conference championship. Well, I mean, so yeah, I, I mean, it just, I I don't. It, it, it is just a very apparent, this is all about the money, which is fine. And, and the other part of it is, is that like you go play for a conference championship, it's great for the winner, but what's it do for the loser? Now all of a sudden, he probably dropped down to like a 10 seed, 11 seed. Now eh, he's got to go to a road playoff game. game if you lose. Probably not. So there'll probably be other qualifiers that didn't play in a championship game get, get, get jump ahead of them. Look, they, they have a lot to figure out on all of the seating and stuff and like what conferences choose to do with uh, conference championship games because they will become meaningless. They will become I'm o- I'm okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm okay with the top four seeds getting a bye. I'm just saying take the quarterfinals and let it be a home game too. So, I, and I may not have saw this. Did they release the calendar? Like, what, what are so, the sequence of events? Yes, I, I sent the link out, Tyler, That, but you don't ever read my text. But uh, 
the New Year's Eve games are back into session for the next uh, a couple of years. So the quarterfinals will be happening on New Year's Eve in 2024 and 2025. Uh, I'm not big fans of uh, I'm not a big fan of New Year's Eve games, especially the evening games. But I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know why not. What What do you really do on New Year's? I usually sit at, with family and watch football and drink beer and play cards. Yeah, you're playing cards, not fit, focusing on the game. I don't want distractions when I watch these playoff games. I don't know. I, I'm just not. So a if, maybe if it was game. Nebraska, I, I, I could play cards and pay attention to the game enough. But uh, yeah, so the I, I don't I don't have it open. But yeah, the, the playoff is stretched over like three and a half weeks. But uh, guys, uh, Tyler, you've already alluded to this. Five automatic bids is not or is is the right amount. Right, yeah, Derek, I mean, what else do you do, right? What else, do you Derek? Do? do you think five automatic bids is enough? Maybe, maybe under yeah. a twelve-team playoff. You, you think more under, under a twelve-team playoff? Five is that perfect. I mean, it's what it should what, be. You take your top four conferences and you get one of the group of five. So now I just don't like where we're seeing the group of five. Justin's gonna want eight. He's gonna want like all these group of five teams, group of seven, whatever the hell many conferences. So right now. they they all get a shot. Well. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's room for six if we expand. And uh, let's just talk about the talks to a 14-game or a 14-team playoff or perhaps even a 16-team. Once you go that route, you need to go six automatic qualifiers. You need to stretch that out uh, to give the group of five uh, a, a couple of berths. You let, have 14 let, teams, might as well. I mean, in 2019... No. What, so in 2019... Seven teams from the group of five finished in the top 25. In 2020, six teams finished in the top 25. How many were in the top 15? Uh, So let's say like in 2022, Tulane finished number nine. Troy finished 19. In 2021, Houston finished 17. That's what they finished. I mean, I I don't know what they finished. I I was kind of lazy and I didn't look at what the rankings were headed into the playoff. This, these were the final standings. So if they lost, I mean, in 2020, uh, BYU was 11 coastal Carolina. They had that spectacular year. They finished 14th. Liberty's was 17th. I mean, just there a lot of years. Uh, there's going to be two, uh, group of five teams that are deserving if they win their conference. Why not? I mean, if you have this last teams, year, yes, last year was an an exception. SMU and Liberty, right? But other years, it's. I mean, look, five years ago in 2019, seven teams finished in the top 25. But UCF, how many finished in the top Scott 15? Frost, your savior, Scott Frost. One. We're not saying one can't make it. We're letting one in. Yeah. The, the, there's everyone. You say while we're you letting this, one. <laughs> we're letting one in. Like it's just. I mean, then let's start letting in an FCS. I mean, these these. It's not apples to apples. The Big Ten and the SEC are far more competitive conferences. Like the, it is not the same as going undefeated in this group of five. This isn't. A, I know you want to give everyone a participation trophy. I I know you do. 
Like you just everyone gets a trip. It doesn't matter what's actually like on the field. Let's just give everyone one. Like let's start having D two teams in the playoffs. Why not? We have twenty eight teams, which is where we're eventually going. The hey, I'm, I t- I'll tell you what, I'm, all, I'm all for at least some postseason for everybody. Because I, I would love to see, after your playoff, you take your top-seeded SEC teams to your lowest-seeded SEC team and let them play all the Big Ten teams. That would be fine. Yeah, I'm all for bowl and do, games. And do that for bowl games. Yeah. I think, I think that'd be phenomenal. Sign them up. I, I have no qualms I don't care if your record's 0-12. You're in. But you're... But when you're talking about playing one and eleven Vanderbilt, like look at Florida State this last year. Like Florida State got their quarterback injured and disrailed their chance at a national championship. Like there's gonna be a team that's probably worthy, and all of a sudden they're gonna get their quarterback ankle tore up. And I know it's football, and I know that's there, but do we really need to see that against Liberty? Like, do we really need it? No, no, Justin. Stop your everyone gets a trophy thing. It's not. It's you're opening it up. Let them play. So, and you're you're against it. Even if they expand to fourteen teams, you're against two automatic qualifiers. Even I mean, if I th- they go I think to sixteen th- teams, two autom- or two automatic qualifiers to get the uh, group of five teams in. I think. I think that the the the. What I had read about you were just, Yahoo Sports. You were just complaining about the fourth team from the Big Ten, fourth team from the SEC getting in. I think all of this could, I think all of this expansion is stupid. I'm not I mean like I, if you're gonna do it, you so, might as well let the best teams play. Like I don't Okay, then the, let's let's just do it then. Take all your four top conferences and start your own division of football. Yes. Okay. It's not four conferences, not four, it's two. It's two conferences. That's the only thing that matters is the Big Ten SEC. The Big 12 is not relevant. They don't even – they barely deserve an automatic qualifier. But, like, this is just – we college football is now NFL light. Let's just well, I guess, I guess you could just rate them and let them become nothing. But you can't have the chance of playoffs without a Miami or a Florida State or a Clemson. You won't worry about it. They'll be in the SEC before long. I mean, I guess if that's what happens, and then we'll go to two, and then we'll split it into four divisions and have four conferences that way instead. So in the end, I think but we'll call them divisions instead. I think playoff expansion is great for college football. Fourteen teams is awesome. So where does it end, Justin? I so the question just, I have for you is, what's the number? So is fourteen enough? Is is that enough? Yeah, I mean, I'm, truthfully, I'm okay with twelve. I'm okay with twelve. If they want to go to fourteen. Yes, go 14, but if they go so, to 14, I want to see an extra team from the group but, of five have an automatic no, berth. That's not the proposal. The proposal is one, one group of five. That's all that's going to get in there. So so 14. Yeah, but nothing's you, ironed out. Nothing is so ironed it, out. Oh, yeah, like the group of five always get a seat at the table. Like they really <laughs> get to drive these decisions, Justin. Well, they have to leave an open qualifier for, for Notre Dame. Yeah. And if That's Notre true. Dame, right. if they don't finish in the top 14, then Liberty, you're in. You're in, baby. So, so, my, so, so if when, when inevitably they go to 16 teams, you'll be like, okay, that, now we're too many. Like, or no, you're missing. That's good. That's, that's good. Okay. If they go to 16 go to teams, tw- I think every conference champion should get the seat at that table. 
they won't happen. It won't. No, it won't happen. Every, it, That's why I'm okay with just two. Got to fight for the little. If guy. they go to if they go to sixteen, I think you have to get rid of conference championship games at that point. Probably. Aren't you almost there, kind of already? Like, I've been saying get rid of them for a while because they're meaningless half the time anyway. But I mean, I mean, at this expanded, like they're really meaningless. Yeah, I, I, I don't see the point of the conference championship anymore. I mean, you basically are playing a game to see if you can get a buy. I mean, to the point earlier, like that's it. the loser yeah. that really sucked because <laughs> hey, they would have yeah. been in tell anyway. Georgia that the uh, playoff or, or the playoff is, or the champ, conference championship is meaningless. That's true. Uh, it oh. didn't affect them the year before that, did it? No, but this year it certainly did. Okay, so fifty percent of the time it affects them. So it's about how often the, that they. And that's the whole thing, is the committee changes it every friggin' year on when it matters. Of course. Of course they do. So. That's the annoying part. So. And then you can leave an undefeated team out of it because. Well, I mean, the Florida State thing is right. different. I uh, I do think the conference championships have generally mattered. I mean, ju- I think the difference is, is sometimes these winners and losers, like, they have such a far lead. Like, it's not fair like it's not you can't look at this and say they change the rules every year because every season's different. Like it's not the same exact. Everything matched up the exact same. Every <laughs> no, single year. but they literally make it to fit their narrative. Yeah. Well, remember, again, you remember the, the first year Ohio State made it in. Georgia. You remember the first year Ohio State made it in because the Big Twelve tried to have co-champions, and since they didn't have a championship game, they were left out of it. Yes, that year. And then the following year, it was, well, we're going to put Alabama and Georgia both in, even though one of them lost the championship game. Again, I I mean, Georgia didn't make it this year. I don't think that that's them changing the profile. I think that was a situation of. Well, they couldn't. They they could not put two SEC teams in this year. There was absolutely no way. If they put two SEC teams, there would have been riots. There basically was. Poor poor Florida State. Get out of that crappy. Conference. Get to a real conference, guys. So but the thing is, is if that had been Clemson, they wouldn't have been. Clemson would not have been left out. I think they would have. I, they were going to get Bama in the playoffs. They knew it was Saban's last year. They wanted him in the playoffs. So let's bring this to uh, Husker football because Matt Rule, uh, he had some comments uh, regarding Power Five scheduling uh, for non-conference opponents. Uh, so he doesn't feel that. You know, as the conferences, as they move along, that they should kind of stick together for the same type of scheduling. And he says there's no reason to schedule a Power 5 non-conference opponent. Tyler, how do you feel about this? I kind of like all of this. I'm just sad. Like, I, I love good football in September. Like, I don't look forward to a September in the near future where we have no Power 5 versus Power 5 games. Like, that is going to be a really depressing two- to three-week stretch in football. Like, like I I mean, you're going to turn on and, like, wait for that one group of five team to upset, and the other 18 games are going to be a 30-point blowout, like, which is exactly what the playoffs would be if Justin gets his way. But you'll have the one upset. But it, it's sad. It sucks. I mean, I, I like the – I would love there to be a, you know – Big Ten SEC Challenge in September, like that would be such a great day of football. Is or over spread over three weeks, like 
have all these really great matchups and move forward. And like, that would be some great TV, great TV revenue. Like, and what I don't understand about this, because he's Matt rules, right? Let's clarify this. He is a hundred percent right there. There is no reason to schedule a good non-conference. I mean, you want to talk about college football committee. One thing they have specified, they give no benefit to who you play in non-conference. Yeah. Like Michigan, I don't even think they played. I mean, did they even play non-conference? I mean, no power five. I mean, they basically had three bye weeks. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter. All you can do is lose. And then that hurts you. Wins don't matter. So Matt rules, right. But it's just, it's another mark. And like, man, college football is just, it's changing. And I don't love all the changes. Yeah. I mean, so a lot of what he said has to do with the, uh, the PAC 12 teams that are coming over to the big 10. Just making the conference that much more difficult to get through, yeah. right? So his point is valid, right? Why add unnecessary risk when you're already going to go through a meat grinder of a schedule year in, year out? The Big Ten Conference is we, the Big Ten Conference did not water down the conference with the teams that they added between Oregon, Washington, USC, and I guess I'll give UCLA some credit, even though I don't respect them, but. Uh, it's the conference did it got tougher, right? So why play somebody in non-con? I mean, it's going to be boring for the uh, uh, the season ticket holders, you know. Maybe golf gets extended an additional three or four weeks for most people during September, where they'd usually be uh, camped in their house watching. Uh, football on Saturdays. Maybe you spend a little bit more time on the golf course, so that's kind of a good thing. But Derek, what are you thinking here? I mean, I, I agree with everything Tyler said, and I agree with everything Matt Rule said. I, it makes sense not to not to schedule these tough games. They're, the committee proved so much by what they did with with Michigan last year, because that was the weakest non conference schedule I think I've ever seen a team play that wasn't named. Baylor or Kansas State. So, with that being said, they still made it to the playoff. They still went as a number one seed. There was there was no 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 pushback for having a weak schedule. So, yeah, Matt Rule is one hundred percent correct. Why would I schedule Tennessee, which we have up in twenty eight, twenty nine, I believe, something like that. 26, 27, maybe. Anyway, whenever we have Tennessee in our future schedule, why why would I schedule those guys? Why would I risk losing that game when I could just pad my stats and play Northern Iowa? Yeah. So, so do you guys think that te- – like, we all know a lot of college football has moved this way because of money. Like, at what point do the networks step in and say, guys, like, I get it, but we're not paying you all this freaking money – to watch Alabama versus Alabama A and M, yeah, like I mean, we're not. But hold on, they play Citadel every year. I know they do. They just usually wait till November to play them. But the difference is, is usually you could turn to a different game. Like unless you really get weird with conference schedules and you start staggering Big Ten like every weekend of September, like which may happen, which I mean, may happen. You already see it most weeks bit. anyway because they've already been scheduling peppering in week one week two big 10 games i know it's just and i don't i don't think that's going away 
But again, one or two games and having the other garbage games just. And again, obviously, we're watching the Nebraska games and we'll be excited. If we can only win by 40 points. So, you know, I kind of alluded to this, but Matt Rule, he's talking about he just wants everybody to be consistent, you know? Uh, if the if people are playing one power five team, then everybody should play one power five team. So yes. and, and I, again, I agree with yeah, that. I agree. And Ty, I agree Tyler, I want I want to tell you this. Like, I know I know you don't love the thought of be playing these easy games, but come on, how great would it be to watch Nebraska game when they won by forty points, like forty two to nothing, or or score seventy points and win like seventy to fourteen. When only 14 points were scored against your backups. Like, I know it's boring, but how great would it be to see, be able to see that again from Nebraska? Well, it would be great. And, and, and that's the thing. Because the we're argument, not doing that right now. Not even against the bad teams. No, we're not. We're not. And, and the, the argument shouldn't be, though, like, hey, is Tyler going to watch the Huskers? Because of course I am. The, the question is, if, from a college football perspective, is am I going to not go golfing on Saturday? Hey, we have a two thirty kickoff. I can go get. Do I stay at home to watch the eleven o'clock games? Yeah, no, no, not really. Like that's the argument. It's well, and typically I don't do that anyway. Typically in September I'm going golfing in the morning and coming home for a two thirty kickoff anyway. Oh, see, I'll if if the game unless there's right, some unless there's some really good games, but typically in the first three weeks, even if there is really good games, are probably on in the evening. Yeah, that's fair. So. Nebraska plays Colorado next year. We're still going to play Colorado. Play Cincinnati in 2025. But some other teams that are on the schedule in the future, Tennessee, Arizona, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State. So at least, I'm going to say three of those teams, I would love to see a non-conference matchup. I'd like to see Tennessee. I do want to uh, play Oklahoma again. And I would not mind playing Oklahoma State. Arizona, I don't, don't really give a shit about. But that could be a fun little trip in September. That that could that could. And, I really um, don't give a shit about the Cincinnati. <laughs> no, but that that game is not in jeopardy. That game's gonna happen, right? But those is other, it? yeah, from what it said, twenty four and uh, twenty five. Those schedules are locked. So when you move forward, if the scheduling becomes thing, I mean, we could lose. Tennessee, because play Tennessee in 2026 20, mm-hmm. and 27. So, so here, 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 here's, I guess, my, one of my big questions on how this is going to work. And I, I don't expect you guys to have an answer for it. But, like, right now, you always play a Power 5 team and you do a home-and-home. Home. Are we really going to do a home-and-home home with, like, Ohio? No, we'll, we'll just get more home revenue. Or So we're just going to take more home games yes. every year? Right, I mean, I don't see us all of a sudden changing and doing a road game. Hey, maybe, maybe we get a home and home with Liberty, Liberty Liberty. I should be I mean, punched no, in the face for that. And I, <laughs> that was bad. I mean, and again, ultimately, I guess more home games is good. I mean, it's fun, good for fans. Yeah, I mean, I just. So I mean, do you see us? No, see but a lim- it, it, it limits you as a fan, like. Not that I travel a ton to go watch Nebraska play on the road, but I know I know you tend to like to do that, Tyler. I do. Yeah. And so it limits you. I mean, all of a sudden, I mean, yeah, you're going to have all the Big Ten stadiums, I guess. We have, we have a lot. Now there's 18 of them, so there's going to be I'll a lot of them. The, but I'll go out to some California and Oregon and 
Washington and but God, tell, tell me it wouldn't come. still be kind of cool to go to Arizona. Well, that's not. Well, yeah, it would. Anymore. But I'm not gonna go to Liberty. Like I mean, <laughs> like I mean, no, let's, I'm not. I'm not. Let's let's I'm be truthful. To... I do not want to play Liberty right now. <laughs> yeah, true that. True that. That's fair. That's fair. But like, I, I'm not gonna go. Like, shy of it being a really cool location, like, I'm probably not traveling to a how, lot of the How downbeaten are Nebraska fans that were scared to play Liberty? I just want to win, guys. I just want to win a couple games. Go down just get to, me to a New Mexico. Game. Play New Mexico, New Mexico State. <laughs> I don't know. Jerry Kill might kick our ass. I don't know. He, I think he, he had to step away again. He's, I don't think he's Did he? Yeah. I thought he got canned. No, he didn't or... get canned. He health problems. Again. I thought he did relatively good. He did this year. But... Ex- he did excellent this year. They, did they played win... Minnesota in the bowl. Did they? Ten they played... season. Did they play Minnesota in the bowl? Uh, I thought they played them in non-conference. I think. Oh, maybe that's right. Uh, so let's see here with the evolution of the expanded playoff. Should conferences reduce the number of non-conference opponents that they face? Conferences are getting bigger. The Big Ten's moving to 18 teams. SEC, they'll be growing. And who knows how all this conference realignment shakes out. You know, uh, Pac-12 is no more. So should conferences just move to 10 conference games schedules, Derek? I'm only towards yes, as long as all of them do it. Like, it, it needs to be fair across the board. Like if, if the Big Ten's going to do it, the SEC needs to do it. And whatever other conferences still exist at that point need to do it. Then, then yes, I think they should. Should the Big Ten do it and nobody else? No. I don't think so. But, yes, it would. that would, that would kind of alleviate your three non-conference games being garbage teams, right? Like, you only got two of them, so now we don't have to worry about who's getting what. Remember, you guys got to remember. I mean, twenty years ago, we played four non-conference games. Yeah. So it was easy to schedule Power Five games. I mean, it was just easier. And you still got your pet, your your, you know, your patty cake games. You just it with, but with having to play nine teams out of a, a conference like what the Big Ten's turned into, when you add USC. Oregon, Washington, and UCLA, I, suddenly that becomes a very, very tough conference. I mean, it was already tough to begin with, but now, I mean, it's just, it's insane. Tyler? Uh, I, I mean, I said this kind of offhand, but I, I think the answer is you need someone to step in and create forced crossover games. Like, I, I think it's if you're not going to do that, then ten's fine. But the concern is, is right I mean, now that the the football is becoming a little bit regionalized. And we'll see if A and M comes up to Nebraska. But like, like right now, there is a Mason Dixon line in college football, and there's Big Ten everywhere else, and then there's the South. And like, it would be like, nice to create some more crossover for viewership. Tyler, I'm I'm one thousand percent on board with you. If we can get a crossover between Big Ten and SEC, top to bottom, you know, yeah. like they do, like they do in basketball with the ACC and Big Ten, like like I'm all all on board all day long. Let's do it. 
But if they're not going to do that, then I, yeah, I do think they should go to the 10. 10 I just think that you're all, the, the thing with the 10 teams is it's better for TVs because they'll give us better games. But it's still going to beat you up, and is it going to really help your case for the college football playoffs? I mean, again, it it's just – it's. Do do we need another game against Rutgers in the schedule to make it feel complete? Like that's a tough game. I'm not disrespecting Rutgers, but like, I, I just it's not like is that it's a tough game. Again, I, I'm not opposed to it. Then do you go to eleven games to give an extra bye week? I just worry about the wear and tear and what you're getting for return on that if you go to ten conference games. And I guess one of the advantages is you get such a big conference is there's going to be years in between some matchups. Yeah, but it's, it's really not going to be different if you're not scheduling a Power 5 team. I guess. I guess. Yeah, you're right. It's, I mean, you're going to essentially going to have the same thing that you're doing now. You're, but what about you're going to play. What's that? That's going to break their heart. Michigan's going to have to play 10 they got, they got Texas this year on their schedule. I'd take a couple years off to get ready for that one. <laughs> I guess they got Texas and Washington. And then Wisconsin has Alabama this year. I mean the 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 I mean I know we've talked about this with just the Big Ten expansion, but the like the schedules you're seeing line up for some of these teams are just insane. Like I mean it is. I mean the fact that we're playing USC and UCLA. And it's just, hey, spe- oh, they're just spe- conference games now. <laughs> Speaking of USC, they got a monster schedule this year. They have to play LSU. Oh, I, I think Ohio, Ohio State. State. Yeah. And they, have, they have and they have Notre Dame at the end of the season. Guys, what is Notre Dame going to do here? They have to join a conference. Like, dude, they have to see the writing on the wall. You can't, I mean... They're going to have to be ranked probably a top 14 anyway to get in the playoff, which which is whatever. But to, but to never have a chance at an automatic qualifier. Never for a bye. They'll never get a bye. They'll never get a bye. They'll never be an automatic qualifier. They will never be an automatic qualifier. The way things are set up right now. So speculation is coming out that uh, the Big Ten is targeting Notre Dame or Notre Dame is considering – joining the Big Ten along with Texas A&M. You guys hearing this stuff? What are, what are your thoughts here, there's, Derek? There's some Twitter rumors going around about it. I I would love it. I mean, Notre Dame has been the golden pony for the Big Ten for long before Nebraska joined the Big Ten. And Texas A&M, I, like, I would I, 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 if, if we're going to go down to Texas, Texas, Texas A&M would be the team I would want. I, I don't want Texas coming in here ruining the conference, demanding all their shit. Texas Tech ain't worth – they're just not good enough. What about Baylor? God, could that be trash? That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Ba- Baylor would probably be my number two pick, I guess. Over then Texas, TCU? Yeah, I'd probably take Baylor over TCU. Houston? Oh, definitely over Houston. I'd take Banner. That'd be my number one. I'm also looking at if I were to travel down to the Texas game, who, where do I want to go? And I'm going to tell you right now, College Station's a beautiful place, and it's ah, a fun place to be. It's I, a fun I place. Used to it's love, not beautiful, but. 
That's pretty. It's a nice place. A, you gotta stay out of Brian. You gotta stay. Fine. You gotta stay out of Brian. Go to College Station. College Station's decent. But if you're gonna give me a choice between College Station and Austin, take College Station all day. Bar's, Over Austin. Bar, bar scene in Austin's better. The barbecue I don't care about the bar Austin scene. is better. Yeah, there's a lot of crap in Austin. I, I never did like Austin, Austin very much. I'll give you that. All right. Uh, moving on guys, <laughs> the silliest thing hit, uh, social media this week with some crazy thing that's being labeled as jerky wars. So, uh, pipeline jerky, they've been out a while. They've had this NIL initiative. So Nebraska's 1890 initiative. This is Nebraska's NIL 1890. So they introduce a their own beef jerky, which pissed off Husker Twitter. Leave it to Husker fans to attack their own NIL initiative in this whole matter. But they introduced this jerky, and it's like it becomes a huge, crazy nonsense. Uh, Tyler, what are you thinking of when you see all of this uh, banter going back and forth between the 1890 and Pipeline? I mean, it is the most ridiculous thing I've seen. I mean, we we have another initiative designed to get money to athletes. I I don't I I don't god, I really don't even know if I like talk about this. There are some people that money might be leaving their pockets and it's not the athletes. And I that is entirely what the frustration's about here. This 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 is not about there being two jerky companies. So you're well, saying people the, are the, complaining because they may be losing money. Is that what you're saying? I, I I think there's an element of that. I think there's an element of pipeline jerky is a good product. I've had it. I enjoy it. They've done a really good job of connecting themselves to a lot of vocal people. Uh, a lot of our friends in the podcast community are well connected there. So I want to be delicate to them. And they've done a good job of networking with them and partnering with them is, is great. And so you have a lot of vocal that. And then I think it's really easy to shit on the rich people. I think it's really easy to be like, oh, the peas are doing all this. And I don't hear people bitching when we get Dylan Rayola. I don't, I don't think <laughs> Pipeline Jerky wasn't, uh, wasn't the reason we pulled him. Like, so, I, I mean, I think it's kind of easy to bag on the rich at times and again and be like, they don't care. Like, they're giving money to athletes. What the hell are we complaining about here? And let's not forget, like, the Pete family, they're already doing beef jerky anyway. They were doing selling beef jerky long before, right? Right. There, There's, like, yeah, it's not like they went out and just acquired a beef jerky, you know, company just to fuck with the pipeline jerky. This isn't some – there is no conspiracy here. There is nothing. It's like, hey, we have a product. Oh, we, we sell other stuff. We do golf balls. We do a bunch of stuff, but we'll do beef jerky too. That's great. And world blew up. So, yeah, I think those are the three reasons. I think some people might be losing a little bit of money. I think Pipeline's really well respected. Well, I think it's really easy to shit on, shit on the peas. Let, let's face it. All that needs to happen is Nebraska to see start playing football again, and everybody will forget about jerky. No one will give a shit about this in August. Derek, I don't think you're – I think you're wrong. I, I I think this is a, like, 
Every time. God, if they put We always find turkey, something to bitch about in the offseason. Well, that's that's exactly it's always what something this is. stupid. With Yeah, it's always something stupid that we're gonna find a bitch about. And that's all this is. Well now I, I, I could be wrong on this, but I think Pipeline Jerky was started by Cam Jurgens, right? No? Okay, maybe, maybe that was the story. That guy at his work was telling me that story the other day. Was that he thought that Cam Jurgens had started this when he was still here? I mean, he might have been like the first athlete, like partnering with them. Okay, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. He was trying to tell me he started. Okay, either way, I. It's been around for a while. It's established, but again, I don't. I'm with you guys. Like, what? What are you complaining about? They're both giving money to athletes. Like, the pipeline jerky is giving money to 1890. 1890s paying athletes. So who cares? I, I, I so if you look at the websites, so I, I refuse to even if I if I even see any of this on Twitter, I scroll past it as fast as the ads on it because well, I don't care. It was three days where you couldn't even avoid it. So this is this is where it gets interesting because if you go to the website eighteen ninety initiative and Tyler, you kind of alluded to this. It's not like the. Uh, 1890 initiative it's not like this is their only thing their only product that they've they're selling right they have all kinds of apparel like sweatshirts beanies t-shirts hats uh you talk about golf balls they have coolers on there but beef jerky goes too far but I, I, i will say i will say this so you have all this stuff was it really necessary to advertise the beef jerky couldn't you just advertise something else it's just, it's just and maybe thing. still sell the beef jerky. So this is what Pipeline Jerky does. According to their website, they chip a portion uh, of their proceeds right into the offensive line NIL, right? Just a portion. They chip in a portion, right? 1890, yeah. their website says all proceeds of every sale goes to Husker student athletes. That's the big difference. So... 1890, they're giving all proceeds away to student athletes, where Pipeline Jerky is chipping in a portion of their pro- proceeds. And that's fair. That's fine. But again, if you were 1890 and you have all this apparel and all these things, you probably could have just thrown in a sweatshirt or some golf but balls. But again, they had. They're like, look at all this stuff we have here. But you didn't necessarily why? have to advertise the beef jerky, I guess. I want there to I, be why? a third beef jerky company. Yeah. Why start a war that didn't need to be there? They, I, I don't there, think they were uh, starting a war. I, there, there's multiple beers that donate to Nebraska yeah. should, should one, I mean, it's uh, uh, the lo- lager. Cornhead. Cornhead lager, and then, right? And good old Nebraska brew. Yeah. Like, okay. Should one like, company I, have a, a monopoly over all of the NIL? No. No, but 1890 probably shouldn't start advertising beer over them. But they do. They, they do. They, or, corn they have lager. Corn, they have cornet lager. Well, well what, whatever. I don't give a I, I just, it's This just, is the it's stupidest like, thing. I don't even know why we're talking about this. I don't either. The only it's reason the we're talking about this is because Justin wants the show to go an hour instead of 40 minutes. Oh. No, he's trying to get us canceled. Because he damn well canceled. knows that <laughs> why would we all get of canceled? our friends are huge Pipeline Jerky supporters. And he wants me to get more hate mail. It's been a while since I've got hate mail. And I'm going to get probably told on Twitter that I don't know what I'm talking about. And again, I, love Pipeline Jerky. This, this is not it. I just feel like people need to take a Xanax and just calm down a little bit. I, I was like, I was completely fascinated by 
all the banter going back and forth. It was entertaining. I I, I literally I did, I didn't hardly see any of it. I didn't. Oh, it on, was it was. Bad. I didn't get on Twitter. I just stayed off. I didn't. I didn't care. All right. So last thing here, uh, we happened to record today, uh, but Frozen Beers at Frozen Beers on Twitter, he tweeted at us today, and he has a question: Is what we're seeing out of Matt Rule dunk contest showing up at other athletic games? Is this just a personality difference between Frost and himself? Or is this what buying into the state and fan base looks like? Derek. I, I have nothing. You have nothing? I have nothing. It, it's a personality difference. Who cares? Do you think Nick Saban was out getting letting kids dunk over his head? Hell no, he wasn't. Did that change anything? No. It, it'd be easier to dunk over Nick Saban, right? Over? Compared to Matt, Matt Rule? Rule? Yeah. Matt Rule's four foot tall. Probably not. I don't know. I think Matt Rule's got him. I think Matt Rule's taller. <laughs> I don't know. You play hey, at the end of the day, no. This has nothing to do with anything. It, I, look, it's awesome what Matt Rule's doing. But at the end of the day, his best season matches Scott Frost's best season. Do I think Matt Rule's a better coach? Probably. But let's win some friggin' football games. Like what worrying about offseason shit. Let's get to spring ball and have something to talk about, like depth charts. Tyler, rather than Tyler, who's at the here. basketball game. I mean, this, this is what the fuck are we doing here, guys? Come on, like, I mean, talk to me, Tyler. I I mean, Scott Frost is gone. He's never coming back. Like I I don't like. Are we? Did did Bo Pelini get dunked on? Did Tom Osborne get dunked on? I mean, Jesus, guys. I mean, like, is, is that is that the bar of being a good coach at Nebraska? And first of all, I think Scott Frost did show up to athletic events. Like, did he? Maybe he. Yes, I mean, he got announced at basketball games. Matt Rule has done a great job of enduring himself. He go he goes to uh, Bucks Bar in Omaha for poker night. Poker night. Like, yeah. He goes out. He parties. He has a good time. He's done a good job connecting with the Nebraska coaches. Like, I, I don't want to take anything away. I just, I, I feel like this is just a cheap shot of Scott Frost for no apparent reason. It doesn't have to be. And, and, I mean, and, can... let it be, and let it be known that if for whatever reason Matt Rule fails, it'll be because he's out partying too much and he's oh, out yeah. doing other shit One with other sports year. rather than paying attention partying. to what the football teams do. Go, going to the wrestling year. matches or soccer games or women's volleyball or women's basketball. Yeah, you should be paying attention to what football's partying? doing. I'm talking about going to the bars, like and posting pictures on a regular basis there, at bars. There was a lot of fans, and I don't know how many of them were actual Nebraska fans, that were sitting there posting about how stupid it was that these football players were d- in a dunk contest at halftime, and they should be focusing on football. Well, that's a, that's a little crazy. I mean, it's like, but there are people out there that well, think. Well, of this course, way, there are. Right? We just talked about people that are complaining about fucking beef jerky. <laughs> Of course they're going to complain like, whoa, what's he dunking for? Why isn't he studying the playbook? I mean, it's just, that's that's what I'm saying, though. Like, right now we're just in the board season that we're going to find anything to complain about. And and we're in the whatever. podcast business, Derek, so we will find anything to talk about. And these... No, we will not. <laughs> oh, we, will yeah. find, we will find Husker-related stuff to talk about. Hey, it's Husker-related. We're talking Matt Rule. We're talking Scott Frost here. 
pint, pint jerky had nothing to do with. That's Nebraska related. It's not related enough for me. All right. Well, sorry that you're such a Debbie Downer, but guys, this has been fun. Hey, we're gonna <laughs> come back stop. here every. Sorry week. you enjoyed that beef jerky war. It was entertaining. It was, and I I couldn't believe what I, the hell I was looking at on Twitter. I'm like, what are what are people complaining? About? I couldn't I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, why are people so upset? I, I literally stayed suck? off Twitter. I, when I started seeing that shit, I just stayed off Twitter. I, I've gotten good at that. Like I get on Twitter almost every day, but if I see something like that, I just stay off for a couple of days. I, I have no interest in seeing stupid shit like that. All right, hey, uh, we'll be back next week. Special thanks to our producer Connor Russell for putting this audio together for us. Be sure to follow the Husker Cuscast on Twitter at Husker Cuscast. Like us on Facebook. Look for episodes anywhere you get your podcast. Hit that subscribe button and don't forget to rate and review. On behalf of Derek and Tyler, we want to thank everybody for listening. As always, go be